Hey, what's up guys? Thank you for joining me today. We're going to be talking about Enneagram Type 6 and we're going to be talking about the high side and the low side of Type 6s, sometimes referred to, you know, as the paths of integration or disintegration. Um, the uh, what, what sixes look like under stress and what they look like when they are healthy, when they're doing well, when they are relaxed and calm. And so we're going to be diving in and looking at uh, uh, the loyal skeptic, the loyal uh, loyalist. Um, but begin with, let's talk about, you know, some general things about sixes. Sixes are sometimes called the loyalist on uh, different, you know, different handouts, different uh, websites. But I think loyal skeptic is, loyal slash skeptic is better because sixes are um, kind of a mixed bag. I mean that they are sometimes referred to as sweet and sour or hot and cold, and they do kind of bounce back and forth. Um, they, they want to be very loyal. That's, that's their nature is to want to be loyal, to want to be trust, trusting, to want to be, uh, you know, counted on and dependable. But there's always that skepticism somewhere at some level in the six as to whether or not that loyalty is going to be reciprocated to them. And so they tend to remain a little bit suspicious, sometimes a lot suspicious, as to whether or not, you know, others are going to be there for them and as to whether or not they can trust the authorities that are in power to really take care of them and to really you know, be supportive of them and to have their best interests at heart. So sixes, you know, they, um, they can be, when they're on your side, they're on your side. But if you give them reason to doubt you, or if sometimes you don't have to give them reason to doubt you, sometimes they just have reason to doubt you, um, and they're suspicious, then it's hard for them to, you know, really feel like they can attach their trust and security to you. So, um, you know, to, in this series of uh, high and low, we're talking about a metaphor for each type, like a cabin in the woods. So the cabin in the woods for six is, is uh, their cabin would have sticks on it. That's their home. That's where you live. And on either side of your cabin, down one lane, you have another cabin that's got neighbors in it number seven and then on the other side you've got a cabin with some neighbors in it you know cabin five and you can go to either one of these cabins your neighbors and borrow from them if you're under stress or you're not sure you know how you should orient yourself or how to relate to other people um, you can wander down to your cabin seven for example and pick up some of the characteristics of seven um, that wing seven you know can help sevens maybe be a little more lighthearted, um, not so overstressed. They could help you be uh, a little more focused on what are we doing next and how can we enjoy it and maybe we can just relax and be happy and um, you know we can get caught up with people and caught up in the moment and just enjoy ourselves and not take everything so serious. And that can be really helpful for sixes because sixes are you know the proverbial fear type. And so they could, if they weren't, uh, you know, uh, aware, they could, they could really, you know, kind of bunker in and hunker down and isolate themselves from others and just get trapped and overwhelmed in fear. So that seven wing could really be helpful to you as a six. 
And then down the other lane, you know, is cabin five. And cabin five, you know, is all about observation and investigating and getting to the facts and sorting through the facts, sorting through all the data to, to get to the best data and information. That can be very helpful for sixes as well. Rather than, you know, being afraid of everything that could happen, the five wing helps you analyze the situation and assess the information to better come up with a plan that's based in reality, not just based in your fears or based in your proposed realities or your projected realities of what could go wrong. When you lean on the five, you're observing the data in front of you and assessing you know, real information and that can help relieve some of your stress and worry because as you observe the real world, you might realize I'm not really in as much danger as, as my mind might tell me I'm in when I actually observe reality. And if you are in danger, that five wing can help you develop you know, a better plan based on real information, not just internal fears or, or proposed fears. So those neighbors can be very good at balancing you out. If you tend to go to one more than the other, then try to learn to get to know the other neighbor just as well. And as you lean on both neighbors, you become much more balanced as a six. And, you know, we want to talk about the, the up and down relationship, though, the high and low. The low, think of it as at the bottom of that hill, you have an outhouse. And that outhouse for you is your number of disintegration. It's where you go when you're in stress. It's where you go when you need relief. Okay, so an outhouse. You go down to the bottom of the hill, which for you is a three. For a six, that's Enneagram type three. And you go up to the top of the hill, way above your cabin at the top of the hill is where you can eat from the fruit trees. The orchard that grows up on top of the hill is, for you, is is Enneagram type nine. Um, so let's talk about, you know, what it looks like when you go down to the bottom of the hill to the, to the outhouse and, you know, under stress, what that looks like for a type six. Um, okay, so you go to three. What does that mean? Well, three, you know, is the achiever. Three is the, the type that uh, looks at obstacles and then figures out how to overcome them always is going to land on their feet, always is going to stand tall and proud and look good doing it, is very concerned about where they rank with everybody else. They want to pull out in front of the crowd and they want to win. It's not enough just to finish. The achiever wants to win and they want to distinguish themselves from the others and be admired for their ability to accomplish. Okay, so when a six who normally is concerned about group dynamics, is concerned about fitting in, for example, is concerned about cooperating and relating to everybody and egalitarianism and all those things that make six is great, you know, that they care about the community, they care about all of us, um, you know, nobody falling behind and not getting too far away from the group. When sixes are under pressure, when sixes are under stress, when sixes feel like somebody's coming for them to get them, then you'll see at times when a six is under stress, them sort of pull away from the group. 
Now they may be pulling away like a three, you know, to overachieve. So as when, you know, the office manager comes, well, you can't fire me because unlike everybody else, I followed all the guidelines and all the protocols and all the rules. Or unlike everybody else, I'm networked in with the right people and I've re I relate well in a good relationship with all the important people. And so you might see a six sort of move away from the group to overachieve or to overprepare for whatever challenges they think might be coming. Or you might see them withdraw from the group in a sense like lag behind. Like, I don't know if I can give my support to this. I don't know if I, you know, can really jump in with everybody else. I've got my doubts and I've got my reservations about these policies that our boss is implementing. And so I'll quietly, subversively, you might say, or let's use this word, covertly, move myself over here uh, away from the group and sort of show my quiet uh, suspicion and disdain for what is being enacted and trying to be placed on all of us. And you'll see a six kind of move away from the group because threes do that. Threes move away from the group in the sense that they move away and overcome, right? And they become leaders, they become, um, they distinguish themselves. And so a six might, when they're not healthy or when they're under stress, we should say, when they feel overwhelmed or frustrated or threatened, you'll see them either move away and look at how I'm doing better than everybody else. And so you better not come and try and get me because I'm the one who's keeping this together. I'm the one who's achieving. I'm the one who's overcoming. I'm the one who's accomplishing more, getting it all done on the due date. The facts are straight. You know, everything's handed in. The margins are, you know, whatever they are, quarter inch. All of it's done perfectly. I followed all the guidelines, protocols, and rules. And so you'll see them move that way or you might see them, you know, just sort of move away, usually in like a cohort. You know, like a cohort. They, they want to get two or three or more other people with them and they'll plant doubt in those people's minds and suspicion in those people's minds. Like maybe we need to move over here because our, our organization isn't moving in a safe direction. And so we need to, you know, isolate ourselves over here until, you know, things blow over. Okay. So... Sixes can become paranoid and mistrustful. Um, they can get caught up in fear. They can question endlessly and never really feel like they get a resolve or an answer that maybe they can live with. And when, you, when they're in that state, even if you answer their first question, you can expect there to be a second question and you answer that there can be a third question, and this, this can go on forever. Uh, I mean, in theory, this could go on. And no matter how many experts they might go to and speak to, they may never feel like they ever really can be 100% sure. In fact, when they get to the end of all their questioning and all of their uh, information gathering, data gathering, they might be just as confused as when they started. 
well now that I've done all the re now that I've done all the research you know and now I've read all the websites and now that I've talked to all these you know uh, homeschool moms I still don't know if I should vaccinate my kids for example take a subject like that vaccinations that's kind of one of those conspiracy theories and I'm not saying there isn't anything to it I'm just saying that's exactly one of those kinds of examples that you know could easily divide friends you don't vaccinate your kids oh my goodness or you vaccinate your kids oh my goodness and so you could take a subject like that and I, I, I'm telling you you, you you go online and you read about it and you could watch YouTube videos on it and you could read all kinds of books and journals and you're gonna get all kinds of conflicting answers as to whether or not it's safe quote unquote to vaccinate your kids by the time you get done reading all of that information what I'm saying is most of us that aren't sixes most of us either aren't asking those questions or we're going to shrug our shoulders at some point and say well what are you really going to do I mean you got to do what you got to do and you know at the end of the day we just hope for the best and we just recognize that there's always a risk but there's a risk if you don't there's a risk if you do and yeah whatever I gotta I gotta make a decision because they got to get enrolled in school the six on the other hand could read all that information and still get to the point you know where it's it's d-day you know and and they've got more questions than they had them when they started and so just imagine those of us that aren't sixes and I have a six wing in fact I'm a seven wing six so it's my dominant wing I can pick up a lot of that suspicious conspiracy kind of energy that doubts yourself all the time that can doubt yourself where I don't know if I really know enough or I feel like I know enough but then if somebody starts questioning me or somebody starts pointing me to other viewpoints and positions well then maybe I don't know enough maybe I need to do a little more thinking about this maybe I need to hear some more voices you know some more information and sixes, I think, you know, it's just constant. There's that constant sense of, of always wanting to arrive at a sure conclusion, but sometimes not feeling like you're able to, to really be 100% on board with, with a lot of things in life. So um, sixes can get caught up, you know, in that, doubt worry speculation um, gathering of information sorting through information um, and can become really quite suspicious people you know uh, kind of caught in conspiracies a lot of sixes I know are very political you know they they kind of operate under that mindset that this party will keep us safe this party will keep our environment safe this party will keep us safe from terrorists this party will let us keep our guns you know and this other party you know is is out to get us and they're going to put us all in concentration camps and they're going to you know take our guns and they're going to um you know give marijuana to our kids and um you know they're going to legalize prostitution they're going to make us kill our babies. They're, it, I mean, and it's like, if you, and if you, you know, don't 
agree with them on that political view, I know ones can be like this too. And, and so can other types. I get it. We're over-stereotyping. I understand. So don't hit the panic button. I'm over-stereotyping. I'm over-generalizing on all these videos. But sixes, you know, if you if you doubt them and you question them, when it comes to things they have made up their mind about, like sometimes politics, um, not only are you not educated, but you might get branded as downright evil because how could anybody in their right mind support the other position? And what's ironic is you know there's sixes on both sides or all sides of these political debates and they're probably thinking the same thing. You know, how could anybody be on the other side of this issue? Um, sixes live with that proverbial thought that they're coming to get us. Who's they? I don't know. Could be anybody. But they're coming to get us. And they live with that kind of hot breath of the wolf pack on their neck, always breathing down their neck. And they're trying to stay one step ahead, you know, of the people coming to get them. Coming to take something of theirs or attack them or, or get them fired or, you know, take over their neighborhood or whatever it is. It's fear is what it is. It's fear. And when sixes are unhealthy, they live in that state of fear. And when you're afraid, you know the old saying, right? I don't have to outrun the bear. I just have to outrun you. And that's when you see sixes trying to win the race. They're trying to win the race, not because they need the prestige or they need the applause or they need to be admired, but they're trying to stay one step ahead of whoever's out to get them. Okay. So when they're in that state of doubt, you know, and mistrust, Sixes can be impossible to satisfy. They can become downright mutinous, you know, mutiny. They're going to get their cohort together and convince those people that you are not a safe person and that they should have their doubts and suspicions about you. And, you know, sixes believe there's power in numbers. And so they'll develop often around them a cohort of, you might say, flying monkeys, you know, of like-minded people who have doubts, maybe for other reasons, and in that group they'll find you know support and strength because that's something that sixes lack is they lack that inner support and strength from themselves, and so they often go out looking for others to provide that for them. I know I'm being hard on sixes, aren't I? Maybe it's because I have such a strong six wing, I react against it, you know, in myself. But sixes. Um, you know, sixes are, are looking for support. Somebody had said that sixes, you know, it's like their internal um, system of guidance, their internal guidance system has been damaged. And so they're caught in a perpetual distrust of their own ability to solve problems. And so they rely externally on information, on others' opinions, on authorities, on groups, on crowds, on polls. They rely externally on, on others for assurance that they're headed in the right direction and they're headed toward what's going to keep them safe. 
which is ironic because sixes are known as the problem solvers. You know, they are perpetually projecting scenarios of what could happen and planning to be prepared for those those unfortunate circumstances. So if you're facing a challenge or difficulties, you want a six because sixes think of everything that could go wrong and they make allowances and preparations for that. But when it comes down to it, it's like they don't trust their own ability to prepare, even though the rest of us see them as being very prepared people. So the gear that's off, you might say in sixes, is their ability to to quickly reason for themselves that they know enough to be okay. It's like they need reassurance um, from outside sources that they know enough, and they, they're ready enough that they're gonna be okay. So that keeps them in a perpetual state of angst, tension, nervousness, fear, questioning, and everything that comes from that. That's, again, now, hear me say this. This is sixes in the outhouse, okay? This is not the six cabin. This is when sixes are under stress, all right? Sixes under stress are going to be like what I'm describing here. If you're like that all the time, then recognize you're not living in your cabin anymore. You're living in the outhouse. And you can stay there for as long as you want, you know? If you want to stay there to get relief and you just, you know, are in that perpetual state of unhealth, you can stay there as long as you want. Just realize, you know, most people are not going to want to come visit you when you're in that state. Most people are not going to want to have a relationship with you when you're locked up in that bunker of an outhouse, you know, planning worst case scenarios. That's not where people want to join you in life, okay? And I think that might be a wake-up call for some of you sixes because you live like this all the time. And that means you're in a state of unhealth. You need to make your way back up to your cabin. It's going to take some intention and some work for you to make your way back up to that cabin. You're going to have to decide. First, observe, this is where I'm at. I'm not in my cabin where I'm safe and secure. I'm down in the outhouse you know, on a cold, stormy night, and it stinks in here, and I don't want to live here. I don't want to stay here longer than I have to. So maybe you're not convinced yet that you're in the outhouse. So let's let's look a little deeper at what it looks like for sixes to be in the uh, outhouse. Um, sixes might mistrust others, especially those in authority. They could, under pressure, withdraw and hide um, while being suspicious of the hidden agendas of others. And there's probably some truth into that. There are some people that have hidden agendas, but I don't think most people do. At least not like sixes would think. I mean, people have hidden agendas like they want to get home early and so they're going to get their work done as fast as they can and sneak out the door so they can get home early. But hidden agendas like people are trying to take over and destroy and kill offices and, you know, destroy employees and assassinate characters. And I don't think in most healthy work environments that that's the case. Um, but, you know, sixes in their unhealth can be suspicious of about everybody and the hidden agendas of everybody. Again, sixes may do all they can do to avoid conflict, at least outright direct conflict, because remember, they're a fear type. 
They're not an anger type, they're a fear type. And so they may be afraid of direct conflict. So they may be afraid of your agenda and not feel like they can trust you, but also not have the courage to come and talk to you about it because they fear conflict and they avoid that conflict. And so that's going to make them move into covert areas of manipulation and subversion. So see what I mean by loyal? Yeah, they can be very loyal, but they can also be very skeptical. And sixes are like that, sweet and sour. Okay? They're for you, and then all of a sudden they're against you, and you don't know always what happened. Because sometimes the breakdown is inside them. In other words, they start feeling the anxiety in, their, in, in themselves, and then they go looking for, I wonder who's causing this anxiety. And then they might decide for whatever reasons that you are, especially if you're the boss, because you should be making them feel safe and they don't feel safe. So why? And then they'll start looking for the reason why in your words, in your expressions, in your mannerisms, in your behavior, you see what happens? The anxiety is felt first and then they'll start trying to figure out who's causing it. See, sixes, are going to feel anxiety first and then they're going to want to act on it. Feeling and action are together and thinking has been separated from it. They're a thinking type, but they're in the middle of the thinking type, which means the thinking is disconnected from feeling and action. What that means is sixes are going to feel anxiety and fear and then they're immediately going to think, what do I need to do to take action to save, be safe? Okay? That's what's driving their personality. Then... Thinking is disconnected from that. If you were to sit down and reason with them and say, are you under threat right now? Are you in danger of losing your job right now? Is there a manager sitting in front of you who's telling you? Is your husband... Okay, so sixes get stuck in doubt. They get stuck in maybe ambivalence and can have difficulty making decisions. And stressed out sixes can get uh, caught up in the inner conflict between appeasing other people and complying with them and rebelling against them. And so that's that sweet and sour thing again. Um, conspiracy theories can have a hard time trusting others, can again be afraid of expressing their fears, um, and can get very aggressive and refuse to cooperate, or passive aggressive and refuse to cooperate. So under stress, they become more rigid they become uh, more like they're just performing a service or a role at work uh, and not really be very present in their work. They could have frantic attempts to gather resources to ensure their survival, driven to achieve results and produce results. Um, their anxiety is gonna go up, may become even deceitful in order to survive. Remember the sin of threes is deceit or uh, try to appear more confident and more efficient, uh, which is all three stuff, competency and efficiency. So that's sixes in their outhouse. Now let's suppose sixes are in their cabin where things are good and they, they feel calm, no stress, healthy, and they start to integrate up to the top of that hill where the orchard is and pick from the fruit and are healthy. What does that look like when they go to nine? Well, nines, you know, think are peacemakers. Nines are peace-loving, peaceful type people that 
that can be kind of numb to life. And so in that sense, like sixes kind of, their fears kind of subside, they're less anxious, and they kind of have that numbness about fear in, in a positive way. So on the high side, sixes, when they are more self-aware and conscious, uh, can be more observant, more in, in understanding. Um, they can still read situations and people very well, um, but do so with more of courage and confidence and a general sense that things are going to be okay. In other words, they're not feeling that distress and that, that uh, breath of the, you know, the wolves chasing them down. They have more courage, more confidence. They evaluate the data and analyze it and come to the conclusion that they're going to be okay. And they have a deep interest in people and they want to be more supportive of others. And uh, they want to come alongside people and encourage them. Um, they develop stronger relationships based on mutual trust. They identify with the underdog. You know, and the everyman, they want to be more egalitarian, more um, um, mindful of what the general person needs um, and how to help everybody and how we can all be uh, benefited from decisions. They're not trying to stand out and, um, you know, rise above the group, but they're just supportive of the group. They may still feel some of that fear and anxiety, but they're able to move forward anyway. They're able to go forward anyway, um, trusting in themselves and trusting in others um, and act more courageously. They'll assess their risks wisely and balance those and base their decisions more on factual evidence and also on their gut and uh, not be so distrusting of others. They're more able to trust their advisors and their colleagues. Um, after consideration, they have more faith in themselves and others and find the best way to move things forward despite the risks, the threats, the problems, the potential problems that might, that might happen. And they're not projecting all their fears anymore on, on, on their environment and on their colleagues. So in, in short, they become more healthy, more peaceful, more trusting, can see all sides of a situation like nines can and like nines are less suspicious and more relaxed trust their own gut and not as worried you know nines kind of have that song don't worry be happy you know in playing in their head all the time and so at that point when sixes are healthy and they're integrated they can kind of benefit from that peacefulness and that that hope and that joy so I hope this video has been helpful to you. Um, as always, you know, be present to life. And for a six, I think that means is look at look at look at the way things really are around you, not what you think could go wrong. But are you okay? And if you you know really do take a pulse of life right now, you might realize I'm I'm not really under any threat. I'm okay. You know, nobody's out to get me. A lot of this is in my head, and maybe I, maybe they're not out to get me. Maybe. Maybe I'm misunderstanding the situation. Maybe I could relax a little bit and maybe I'll be okay. And being present to life, I think, for a six means to don't let your fears get the best of you. Um, you're smarter than you think you are. You're sharper than you think you are. And you were born to solve problems. And when backed into a corner, you know you can overcome. You know that you have what it takes to get it done. So why worry about 
ninety percent of which which won't even come to ha- won't even come to pass. You'll 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 stop yourself from moving forward because of your fear of what moving forward is going to mean. So take a chill pill. There you go. If you guys um, you know are helped by these videos. In the description, I've got a link if you want to talk. I've got FaceTime and Skype, and I mean, we can connect other ways, but I find myself doing more and more appointments with people, just, you know, talking them through, you know, what's going on in their life from the perspective of the Enneagram, and it seems to be really helpful to people. So uh, that information is in the description. Whatever I can do to help you, I'm on your side. I just want to come alongside of you and, and like like a six would say, be supportive of you. All right, guys, take care and blessings.